Welcome back everybody to week two of the Not So Early Show. We are so happy to have all of you guys joining us. Wasn't last week amazing? Last week was awesome. We're so happy that you came. We're so happy that you brought your friends. And this week we are continuing our talk show and we'll be talking about mental health and some of these things. And we have some amazing guests lined up for you guys here today. One of them is no stranger to the IS Teens family. She's part of our care and counsel team. She prays for you all the time. We've done some amazing workshops with her. Guys, please welcome Grace Samivi, everybody. All right, that is our first guest. And our second guest is also no stranger to the IS Teens family. Most of you preteens probably know her. To the IES family as a whole, she's the kids pastor, director, I don't know, she wears many roles, she does many amazing stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Christine Suyanto. All right, how are you guys doing today? I am well, thank you. How are you? I am well, okay, I am well. I'm glad you're well. Grace, how are you? Yes, I'm well too. Awesome. Happy to be here. Glad to be here. We're so happy to have you guys be part of our IS Teens talk show. It's always a big event here at IS Teens. You know, so we're happy that you guys get to be part of that. Thank you for setting time aside. Uh, I know some of you guys traveled a really, really long way to get here. So I appreciate both of you for coming here. So maybe for those people who are tuning in who do not know you guys yet, or, or this is the first time, or you're not really 100% sure. Um, why don't we start by a very basic question. How long have you guys been at IES? Your answer? <laughs> I've been in IES for 18 years. 18 years, that's a long time, guys. Well, um, I've been here since 2014, so six, seven years. Six, seven years, that's also a good, this is, that's also a good amount. Well, um, so these two people are definitely part of the IES family uh, and we're so happy to have them here. And one of the reasons why I brought them here today, uh, there's a very spe special reason for that. Uh, can you tell us of what you guys do or where, what do you guys work at or even maybe some of your uh, experience, educational experience, just so the teens get a better understanding of, of who you guys are and what you guys do. The young one first. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I'm a psychologist. I did my studies in a number of different countries. I started out in Depok at UI, then I moved to Australia, then I did my master's in the States, then I came, I came back in 2014, um, practicing as a psychologist, and I'm currently also serving at um, UNICEF Indonesia as a health officer. Awesome, thank you, Grace, that's awesome. What about you, Kay? I am also a psychologist, so I am specified in education, especially for kids. Wow. Yeah, so um, I am psychologist by profession, but I serve at, as you mentioned before, as, that's right, <laughs> as the kids director of the director of the kids ministry in IS. That's and the title I was looking above for. Above all, I'm a mom of two and a wife of one. I love that. That's right, guys. <laughs> Make sure you guys got that last part. That was extremely, extremely important. Okay, so we have two psychologists with us here. That's how you guys know that things is, are gonna be very legit today. All right, just a random icebreaker question. What was your dream occupation growing up? Did you guys always want to be psychologists or what did you guys want to be growing up? I never knew what psychologist was when I was a child. I've always wanted to be a fashion designer before. And then, um, actually a language teacher. Well, you do speak a couple of languages, Kate. <laughs> yeah. I grew up, uh, I grew up moving to, from countries to countries with my dad. And whenever I went to some place, I had in my mind, oh, I need to be a teacher of this language, you know, so um, different languages. But then, yeah, here I am now. Here you are today. <laughs> All right. What about you, Grace? 
Um, yeah. Well, I have always wanted to work with kids, but even when I was younger, I think my first ambition was to be an, a flight attendant, actually. Oh, okay, nice. I, I used to be a pilot. I think besides uh, be wanting to be a singer, I think pilot was the only thing that I've ever wanted to be. So um, aviation fascinates me. All right, so, but I wanted to take uh, a look at some things today and I want us to talk about a bit about psychology. Um, can you guys explain to us a little about what psychology is and maybe tackle some of the misunderstandings that we might have? Like for example, like some of the misunderstandings is, can you guys really read minds? Are psychologists only for those who have mental disorders or what are mental disorders really? Um, psychology in simple ways actually a study of human behavior. It's, um, we study the mind, how it works, and then how it affects the behavior of human, right? Mm. So if, if you see the, the description of psychology itself, then when you have the, uh, the thought of psychology is only for people with mental disorder, is actually not that right. Mm. right. And also there are different fields in psychology. There is industrial and organizational psychology, educational, clinical, and then also social psychology. So we don't only focus on people with mental disorder. So it's very broad and has many different hats. Grace, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, um, I think I would just like to add some more um, myth busters here. It's like, we don't read minds. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe- Oh goodness, guys. I wouldn't be sitting in the seat that if you could read psychic. minds. Not psychic, yeah. that's I mean, different. Okay, you're not a psychic, you don't read minds, okay? Yeah, it's true that maybe because we encounter with a lot of people, then we kind of like have the, we are, I mean, it's easier for us to kind of like try to identify patterns that people do, but we don't actually read minds. And actually that's one of the things that we have to try and stop ourselves from doing. Like we can't judge people just based on what we see. So we have to really listen. Like in psychology, we always, we have always been taught that we just can't hear, but we have to listen. So you see, so yeah, so that's one. And another thing maybe, it's not gender specific. So it's not only for girls. Boys can be a good psychologist and perhaps many of the, Famous theories, they're actually male. So, yeah, ah. I think that's not Okay, okay. Talking about theories. Okay, science and religions are often on opposite sides. But as a psychologist and Christians, how do you see psychology in the Christian world? Has learning psychology ever shifted or changed your relationship with God? And how do you see your faith? I mean, like, I took psychology for two years in uh, when I was in IV, finishing up IV. And of course, like, when you look at the biological and like, evolution, everything, you know, just, just how does, how do those things uh, come into play and, and uh, especially for us as people of faith, what, what would you say to that? Okay, uh, well, yeah, as what Christian has mentioned, psychology is actually a domain of study. So it's a scientific study in a way that we're trying to find out more. But what is it that we're trying to find? For me, I think we are trying to comprehend the greatest masterpiece that God has ever created with human beings. So I, actually, I think it is complementing in a way. And it's true that um, sometimes there are differences in terms of various different topics. But when I come up into that dilemma, um, I would usually try to identify like, first of all, for science, we all know science is always falsifiable, whereas God's word is always the same yesterday, Preach. today and forever. So I think we know what to prioritize there, right? So yeah, so I think that's how um, 
studying psychology and practicing um, in this field has kind of like influenced me in my uh, faith development as well. Although, of course, it would come up, I mean, it will brought up a lot of questions, but yeah, I think in the end, um, I know what to prioritize because I know which one is constant and which one is actually not. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, Kay, do you have anything to add to that? Yes. For me, it's very simple. Um, being a psychologist, a Christian psychologist, is actually a perfect combination. Um, so the way I try to understand people's mind, not reading mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> but understand people's mind and how they behave and how the minds or everything that they, they encounter affect their behaviors. Um, it helps me to understand them looking at them through the eyes of Christ. Yes. Okay. That's the way it is. So um, I think it's just a perfect combination and it's complement, it complements each other. So, yeah. So it's actually, they work brilliantly together, right? Instead of uh, like op on opposite sides. Yes, yes, right. that's how I feel. I think that's a really, really good mindset. Um, all right, I wanna move on to something that I think is maybe a bit more relevant to a lot of the teens these days. Again, as you guys know, I mean, teens are on social media all the time. A lot of stuff happens on social media. Sometimes we don't even know what happens. And I think one of the things that has been an issue or we often come across is cyberbullying. So I want us to talk a bit about that today. Have you ever experienced any time of bullying or pressure? And how did you manage through that? What are your insights on the current situations of cyberbullying? Take a moment. <laughs> so have we encountered we ourselves or dealing with... Whether you, I guess you guys have come from different generations, right? So maybe right. that was not a, a, an issue. Um, but have you maybe seen that happen or talked to people that have experienced that or maybe even in terms of on your own side if you've ever been bullied and how did you manage that, the, the pressure of that or what would be an advice or insight that you guys could give? I have dealt with kids and teens that were bullied. Not specifically cyber bullied, but peer pressure, social pressure at schools, in their community. That's I have dealt with them. And yeah, some of them went through tough times until they got into depression and they stopped going to school until that level and it, it is serious bullying is serious and we have to do something about it right so um, do I need to say now how to yeah, sure. or, what was something, something Grace say something for us about have you ever encountered that right yeah well, um, yeah, I don't really have any personal experience on that. But yeah, I really agree with Christine. Like, regardless of the type of bullying, bullying is real and it is not right. So yeah, and like what Christine has said, the impact can be enormous and it can be very significant and, in, and it can impact a lot of different areas of that child's yes. life. All right. um, I'm just gonna, again, I'm just gonna hold you guys for a second. We're gonna go a bit deeper into why maybe all this is happening. So hold on just a moment. We will be right back right after this. All right, welcome back. We are still here with Christine, Christine and Grace. Um, we talked about a bit about cyberbullying earlier, and I want us to take a 
deeper look of why all of this might be happening. Anonymity and empathy, do you think there is a relationship between cyberbullying and those two things? Anonymity and empathy. Or maybe explain to them first who don't even know what anonymity is and empathy is, or, or they don't have a full understanding of it. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so anonymity is, I think it is easier to do cyberbullying because anonymity for one, because like you don't have to log in with your real name yeah. or people do not have to see your face, yeah. right? And um, well, as empathy is actually part of, um, we call it as a so psychosocial skills where you can put your um, yourself on other people's shoe. So it's kind of a different from sympathy, um, but yeah, it's a part of um, psychosocial skills that has to be developed over time. And maybe because of the current situation, we do not have that much opportunity to develop it. All right. Mm. Okay. Uh, Kay, do you want to add to that? Yes, I, I just add a bit with anonymity. I think it allows people to do or say things that they usually won't do and say when they meet the person themselves mm -hmm. like that. And um, with empathy, I actually researched, and this is some, some self-report said that cyber bullies were found to have lower levels of effective empathy, effective media empathy, and cognitive media empathy that non, than those who, who are not bullies. So it, yeah, it is found that most of them, not on, actually not only the bullies, but the one they got bullied, they have lower empathy than others. So, so there's, there would definitely be some sort of correlation between those two, especially like I said, because you're anonymous, you know, and then I guess the whole empathy. So, and then maybe you have more power. Exactly. Because people don't see you, people who don't know you. So what would you say to somebody who's experienced cyberbullying? What would be what should they do? How should they respond? How should they deal with it? First, talk about the feelings. I'm, I'm, I believe that those who got cyber bullied when they, when they experience being bullied, um, it affects something to their life, right? Some people, if I don't feel bullied, I just don't call it as a bully. Yeah. So um, if you feel bullied, talk about your feelings. Talk to God. Talk to people, talk to accountable friends and adults, your teachers, your parents, your pastors, and then also report, mm -hmm. record. Mm -hmm. If you experience that, record. You have to take screenshots, mm -hmm. record the videos, any any evidence, any proof, and then also um, cut off, cut off your relationship and your interaction with the person that bullies you and if needed lock off from that um, platform that makes you being bullied grace would you like to add to that yeah just to add a little bit i agree with um kay because like people have different threshold right mm -hmm. so sometimes we take things differently but then if you feel that you are being bullied then don't feel like it's okay because other people doesn't think so because you I mean your emotion and your feelings are legit and just speak up all right so yeah don't be afraid of that because even sometimes you see the perpetrators they might not know that they are actually bullying you so that's a good point yeah so I think that is 
I mean, speaking up is not only beneficial for us, but it's also beneficial for the perpetrators as well as the other potential people that he might bully in he or she might bully in the future. Um, yeah, and I think another thing is I I really agree with reporting, and on the other hand, because we have experience. Um, the experience of being bullied and I know that that is not nice so make sure that we don't do the same thing because sometimes you know hurt people hurt people right so yeah so I think the way to go with that is to report and try to solve um, the situation in a way that is less hurting for everyone um, but yeah definitely we should we should speak up and don't just keep quiet or else we will get the most disadvantage of all the experience. Yeah. I agree, and I loved how you also stated about when it comes to speaking up, sometimes the person that might be doing it isn't fully aware. You know, they, they just think it's a bunch of fun and games, and really the person who's on the other side is really being affected by this. You know, and if the person doesn't speak up, the person won't know. Um, so if you are experiencing any type of cyberbullying right now, I wanna encourage you guys to send me a message, um, reach out to your leaders, uh, and speak up because it is not okay and we want to make sure that we are there for you guys. Um, I think those those are great, great advice. All right, now talking about, okay, so now we've, we've talked about this a bit. Now I want us to move to, to overcoming. Whether it's cyberbullying or just overall, like I said, I think the pandemic was just such a tough time for, for so many of us and sometimes it's so mentally draining, you know, and we don't even know what to feel, how to feel, how to hold ourselves together. Um, so if we were to be overwhelmed or mentally stressed at this moment, what should we do and how can we overcome it? Okay. Um, yeah, I think with everything that has been going on, one perhaps practical and easy way that we can do is to actually take a pause or take a break. Okay. We can take ourselves out and do other things that are fun. But on the other hand, we can also take that time to reflect, to really identify about what is it that is bothering me for instance and once only when we know the source of the issue we can actually tackle it effectively right so yeah so i think that uh, the tackling part would be the follow-up aspect but i think the initial um, practical step that we can take is to actually take a pause and just yeah try to figure out and or perhaps now the the famous word for it is being mindful of a situation yeah take a time to be to be mindful and to just get to know ourselves better, our situation better, and even our challenges better. Continuing with that, um, once we understand how we feel and how it affects us, again, like I, I mentioned before, talk it out to God, pray, of course, and to others, reach out to people. And then keep being active. Connect with the community, with church friends, and just don't be alone and then above all also eat well drink well Amen. sleep well that is very very important mm -hmm. and then also um do something that you're good at you know sometimes achievements um it's always good to encourage us to be better i mean if you face with everything negative failures all the time it will it is not good yeah. so do uh do something that you know that you're good at and mm -hmm. achieving something that's a great feeling right and accept who you are and also one thing that we should not forget start caring for others mm -hmm. once we start caring for others um being involved in a missions um uh activity 
you will know that you are not alone, that other mm -hmm. people also need help, that other people also have problems, that it's also good to help others, reaching out to other people. Um, I, I just love some of the stuff that we just, we just covered here. First of all, I like how you said, you know, it's not only about taking our care of ourselves mentally, but also physically. And I, I honestly personally believe that there is a correlation between the two of them. Um, I also like how you said that we should continue to surround ourselves with community. You know, I always use this story as like, if you are an antelope alone in the savannah or whatever, that's exactly who the enemy is going to attack. But if you are with a herd, you know, if you've watched National Geographic or Discovery Channel, it's always the little gazelle or whatever that's running. That's like the tiger or the lion, will like just like eat, you know, but when he's with the herd, he's that's protected right. and the enemy won't come. And like I said, the enemy, like the devil is the father of all lies. And at times, like when we're alone, that's when he's just going to like dive in and he's just going to like, I'm going to get you, you know, and um, so make sure that we're surrounded by community, you know, um, IES, join a soap group, join your pit stops, you know, um, and also Grace, I think pausing is extremely important, you know, just kind of taking a step back, pausing, reflecting. Uh, I think it was last year where I said, you know, kind of like to, to pause, pivot and pursue. You know, we need to, especially, I think this is what this year has given us a chance to do, to pause for a moment, to kind of think things over, and then we like turn things around, what needs to be changed, what we need to do, and then we go on, we continue on uh, pursuing. So I think these are, these are some excellent points, guys. Wow, I hope you guys are taking notes. And just also going off what you were ending earlier with Kay about caring for other people. Um, I think at times when we have friends that are going through difficult times, uh, we have teens that so desperately want to help, but they, they honestly don't know how to. You know, so how can we be a friend to somebody who is going through a difficult time, who might be struggling mentally? What, what are some of the things that we can do to help them or to be a good friend or, or advice that we can give them? Um, any thoughts? Okay, when we, when we talk about struggle mentally or mental illness, it's, it's, it's not just being stressed or having problems. So make sure that you don't um, deal with this on your own because people who have, who encounter mental illness, they need different kind of intervention, medical intervention, medical help. And so if you, if you find friends who are like that, talk to us, talk to your pastor and ask how you can help. We can start from there. You can start from there. Ask us or any adults how you can help. And then you can also have this mind. We might be in the same storm, but on different boats. Mm -hmm. All of us might, uh, not might, but we are all facing pandemic together. But we are on different boats. Some family face it with death of family members. Mm -hmm. Some, some family um, deal with financial problems, mm -hmm. some not. So, but having that, that in common, having that in mind, we are in the same storm that will build empathy and knowing that, okay, we are in this together. Don't be alone. But if you're confused, oh, I don't know how to deal with mm. my friend. Just talk to us. Just talk to us and, and we, will, we will also support you in helping others. That's great. Grace, you would like to add to that? Thank you, Kay. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that is great because yeah, we also have to know that all of us has limitations, mm -hmm. so we can't also push ourselves too hard because it's going um, to be very burdensome for us and for our friend as well. So perhaps just to add on that, 
the other thing that we can do and it is definitely effective is to pray. Because right. yeah, when we can't intervene as human beings, we have to believe that God is always there with our friends and yeah, he can always touch our friends and be with him or her during this difficult situation. Yeah. And bring them to church. Bring them to church. That's right. Bring them to talk show. It's fun. Yeah. We talk about like these awesome things. So yeah, make sure you guys bring them to talk show. And I think also, I think Grace, you kind of talked about this a bit earlier. Sometimes it's really just about uh, listening, mm. you know? Um, and, and I always say there, te teens know and your friends know and your family knows that there's a difference between listening and hearing. You know, if you're just sitting there and just like, mm, yeah, but you're not really listening. Um, I, I think the person who's on the other end will feel that or will know that, you know, so make sure that uh, all of us ICs, come on, let's let's be real listeners here. You know, let's let's hear out our friends. Let's hear out our our, our, our family if they're going through things and actually give them the time of day and actually, you know, be invested in that. Um, I think that's great. All right. Any closing remarks that you guys will have you guys have for our teenagers here at IES? I mean, first of all, I think one of the things that I just want to clarify, if you guys are going through things or if you guys know of somebody who's going through things and just needs to talk to somebody, you guys can reach out to me. I'm sure, uh, these two amazing ladies will be more than happy. Uh, you guys can contact me first and, and we'll sort things out. So if that is you, please do not hesitate uh, to reach out to me. I'll probably put the number uh, on the screen or something so you guys can reach out to me. But any closing remarks from uh, both of you for our teens uh, today? Okay, yeah. So I would just remind everyone that it's okay to not be okay. And at the same time, it's okay to be okay. I mean, sometimes we feel guilty when we are feeling okay when the other people are not feeling okay. Mm. But please don't be guilty, okay? Because that's the peace of God that's upon you. All right. And for us who are not okay at this time, remember that God is faithful. Yeah, and stay hopeful because He's in control. Amen. If you're feeling overwhelmed, just don't be stuck in this situation alone. Mm. Surround yourself with people, guys. Surround yourself with people. Pray to God. Reach out. And we will reach out to you. That's right. Reach out, guys. Um, Christian and Grace, thank you so much for being our guests. Uh, I love talking to you guys. That was that was good. That was so much good insight. Um, thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you. I hope to see you guys again and our one of our activities. Um, but in closing, Grace, can I ask you to please just pray? Say a word of prayer for the teens. Thank you. All right. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity to share, God. Um, and thank you for reminding us that you are always faithful, yes, God. Lord. And now we would like to pray for all of us, God. You know our situation and we know that you are, you never leave us nor forsake us, God. So I pray that you'd give us the peace, give us the clarity of mind and be with us, God, in um, facing the challenges that are currently um, in front of us god and we know that because you're in control we know that uh, the story will end with you um giving us the victory god so we uh, we pray for protection we pray for blessings um for all of us thank you lord jesus in the mind of jesus we pray amen all right that is it for this week guys a round of applause for awesome guests again join us Next week, as we do an extremely fun talk, we're going to talk about relationships. So tune in, invite your friends. God bless you all. I love you, IS teens.